It's 2.31 p.m. in San Francisco, 11, no, 10.31 p.m. in the United Kingdom. And that means that we have the absolute honor and pleasure of talking to Rachel from shopping in Rocknet at KXSA. What's up, Rachel? How are you? Hello, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm excellent, extremely honored and happy to be able to talk to you. We follow the shopping uh, for, for a few years already. And uh, two things. We're extremely happy with the new album that you guys released. It's a great, great piece of rock and roll. And second of all, well, oh. to be able to talk to you, it's an absolute honor. Uh, where are you at this very specific moment? Um, I am at my friend's house in London. Um, yeah, in like the east end of London. Excellent. Uh, what's the, the view for you right now? What's in the walls? What's in the room? I don't know. Um, I'm looking. I'm in the room that she uses to play music. So I'm actually surrounded by drum parts. She's currently cleaning her drum drum kit. So Excellent. I'm surrounded by like WD forty and bits of drum. <laughs> so you're She's ba- appropriate, actually. You're basically in your element at this very moment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm say so. Yeah. Cool. That's great. Uh, well, like I said in the beginning of this interview, we're quite happy with All of n- all or Nothing. It's a great, great uh, follow-up to your 2018, mm-hmm. the official body. Actually, yeah, the official body from t- 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us all about it. Uh, what's the history with, bef- uh, behind this new album? Well, um, we, I mean, there's not that much history because we wrote it fairly fast. Um, but we were, we, we were kind of going through a lot of like personal changes in, in the right run up to writing it. Um, we moved, me and Andrew now live in um, Glasgow and Billy relocated to LA. So we were kind of, we didn't work from each other that often, but when we got together to write, it was kind of like quite a cathartic process to talk about all the different things that were going on in our lives and um, get them down in the lyrics. Um, but also, like, I think that the record kind of reflects, like, a certain frustrated kind of sense, uh, like, mood that I think is just, like, a general, maybe more political mood. Um, but also, as with every album we do, we want to make people dance, so I think that it has that that element as well. Um, and kind of, like, pushing ourselves a little bit in terms of, like, melody and... Yeah, adding synth parts and stuff like that. Excellent. Uh, well, it, it was it's a great album, like I said. Uh, I particularly uh, like uh, "For Your Pleasure." It's a great, great song. Oh, thanks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Tell us about that one specifically. Uh, what is that uh, song all about? Um, that sounds like I kind of feel like it's about um, a sort of feeling of frustration or like like desperation and knowing you need there's something that you need but maybe you don't know what it is yeah. and the kind of things that we go through the sort of dead end roads that we go down in order to sort of try and try and satisfy ourselves or try and search for meaning and um, and sometimes they're the wrong routes but sometimes they're still fun um, so it's a kind of like hedonistic song a bit but also like just that sense that I think everyone has of like, just like searching for something, um, even when you you feel like 
it was something that you were searching for and you get it, you still don't feel like satisfied. And it's like, why? Um, <laughs> this is kind of like relentless arpeggiated synth that I think kind of really sums up that feeling of just like being like on a roll. Um, not always in a good way, but sometimes in a good way. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, totally, definitely. I I do I do hear uh, these these feelings that you're talking about in in this album. Uh, do you think this yeah. this is influenced by what's happening in the UK uh, politically, socially, and in the rest of the world, or uh, or, or where where is where is this coming from in, in your opinion? Yeah, definitely. I think like it is influenced by what's going on around us, obviously, but it is kind of hopefully we were trying to sort of write from a slightly more personal point of view as well. So there were kind of things going on in our lives that we wanted to talk about, like personal relationship stuff and life stuff. But it's definitely also a response to the general atmosphere in the UK, which has been really, really weird recently. And um, I mean, whenever something like you know, like Brexit is happening, it's like you just—it just makes you want to scream. And I think sometimes music is like a very cathartic. Um, output like just something to do when you feel frustrated to the point of like not knowing what to do with yourself writing a song with your friends and and definitely writing something that you know is going to be like fun for other people to like dance to or like to witness their lives like that's that's also a motivating a motivating thing you know i think a lot of people need that kind of cathartic release right now um definitely and that is a political thing, in, in my opinion. Definitely. No, no, we totally understand you, because, you know, we're, we're going through a very similar thing here in America. So, you know, we need to, we, mm -hmm. we try to find ways to, to battle that and to fight that. Yeah. And, uh, totally. So this is your fourth album. Your uh, first one was uh, released in 2013, Consumer Complaints. Mm -hmm. And you also mentioned that uh, the writing process of this album was quite uh, quite fast. Uh, has it yeah. been the same case with the rest of the albums? Um, I mean, I think we always work pretty well under pressure. So I actually think, yes, apart from maybe the first album, because we kind of, it was just a situation of like, let's put all the songs that we've written on an album. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a case of like writing, you know, a reserving time just to write an album. But still, that, that came about pretty fast. We've, we've not been a band for long by the time we put an, an album out. I think we just, that's the way we work. We don't, we're not precious about things, we don't labor things. Um, but also, we, we aren't productive when we don't have like a deadline. So I think it's kind of just like how we work best is when it's like, okay, we have two weeks of just like, write this, all these songs and um, yeah I think it, I think it came out well because of that and that slight pressure maybe definitely and good well the good news is that you guys are coming to America once again that's extraordinary uh, great news and you guys are coming to San Francisco as well on, yeah uh, what is it uh, yeah can't wait Tuesday the tenth at the rickshaw stop, uh -huh. and you're playing with Automatic, this great uh, band from Los Angeles as well. How do you yeah. how do you feel yeah. how do you feel right now? Uh, are you excited to come back to America? Yeah, can't can't wait. Yeah, really excited to come back and tour. We have a great time in the states, and um, particularly in San Francisco. Um, love the rickshaw stops. It's a great 
Great venue. Um, and I feel like we have lots of friends in town, so it's always kind of like a, it feels like a very welcoming town. Definitely. Us. That will be, uh, it, the, this tour is a little bit longer than a month. It uh, starts on the, on the 5th in Portland. Then you go to okay. Seattle, Vancouver, Reno, and San Francisco. And this uh, ends yep. on, on uh, April the 10th. So that's uh, a little bit m uh, more than a month. It's a massive tour in America. How do you uh, get ready for this? Um, just wash a lot of underpants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're kind, of we're kind of used to it at this point. We've been yeah. on a long tour. Um, so it doesn't feel that daunting, actually. Um, I'm just excited, yeah. Totally. And I know that you guys live in different places, no? Uh, Billy lives in Los Angeles, and uh, you yeah, and Andrew yeah. in Glasgow. How's, how's, how, has yeah. that, how, how has that affected uh, the creative process for shopping? Because, you know, it's interesting to, you know, to find bands that, uh, yeah. that have this specific situation. Yeah, it's a little bit more, um, as I said, like a little bit more pressured, the writing because when we get together it's like one of us will have travelled oh, you know to, to, to get together to write um, Billy's been coming to London and stuff and, but I mean um, uh, I don't think it really affects the way that we actually write though because we've always written songs together in the room mm -hmm. and it's, it seems to be the only way that we can write I yeah. think when uh, we were first thinking about this album we were like oh maybe we'll send like parts On, by email or something and that just never happened because that's not how it feels very unnatural to do that with shopping songs because it is just very collaborative process where like Billy will come up with a bass line and then Andrew will come up with a beat and like I'll respond to that and it's very kind of intuitive and reactive as a process instead of like rather than someone just saying I've written a song here's your part um, you know so that's that's always been the way we write songs it still is so no, not much has changed in a way. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I ask you because, you know, I, I think uh, we spoke to uh, Lady Tron a few months ago, and they told uh -huh. me that they record everything always remotely. You know, that they, mm. they record uh, some, yeah. some of the parts uh, on the computer. They send it actually by email, like you said. And uh, that's, how they, wow, that's, yeah. how, that's how they create. I mean, I'm not like... This thing that I think that's really cool if you can do yeah, that, yeah, yeah, but totally. yeah, yeah. it's just really not how we write, yeah. Exactly. Now we like asking the creative processes, and uh, so, you know, with you guys, mm -hmm. you guys have to be in, in the same room to make it uh, happen mm -hmm. in a very organic way, I would say. That's cool. That's really... Yeah, definitely. Really interesting. So you live in Glasgow right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, yeah. How's the music scene in Glasgow at the moment? Obviously, we know that Glasgow has, has you know, has created great music uh, for so many years how do mm -hmm. you how do you see it at this very moment yeah i would say it's still really really thriving um and i think there's a really cool kind of blend of like i don't want to say genres because i don't think that anyone feels that they even fit into a genre but yeah. just totally different types of music like people people really disregarding that sort of thing, like, oh, this is the scene, you have to play this kind of music. It's really not that. You get guitar bands playing alongside, like, people doing electronics or, like, more kind of, like, free jazz experimentation. And it's really, it's really, really good. Like, I I think it's always been a good music city, but 
it continues to be um, really like inspiring as a place to live. Excellent. And, and I'm going to ask you for a favor. We usually ask this question. Uh, what bands, like underground, up-and-coming bands from Glasgow, can you recommend to me? Oh, um, I would recommend a band called Comfort. Cool. Um, they are a two-piece. Uh, drums, electronics, and, like, shouting. <laughs> okay. um, they have an EP out. It's really great. Um, it's called Not Passing. Cool. Excellent. Well, uh, uh, just a reminder for uh, for our San Francisco audience, uh, Shopping is coming to us at uh, Rickshaw Stop with Automatic. Have you played with them before, by the way? Are you familiar with Automatic? Uh, no, we haven't played together, but actually, fun fact, <laughs> Andrew is playing a gig with them right now in Glasgow. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, And I'm only not there because I am in London. But yeah. he's got he started um, making music on his own as his drag persona, and he is doing his first ever gig um, with Automatic tonight. Right now, probably oh. they're probably on stage right now. Excellent. <laughs> that 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 must, yeah. that must be a great moment he's living right now. That's great. Well, like I said. <laughs> Uh, March uh, the 10th at Rickshaw with Automatic here in San Francisco. Uh, you guys just released uh, for your uh, all, or, all or Nothing uh, last week. Great album. So, Rachel, uh, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to do this interview. But not only that, but for the great the great music that you have uh, created throughout all these years. It's it's great. No uh, problem. Thanks for all the support. Awesome. So we hope to see you here in San Francisco when you come and uh, thanks again ha yeah. have a great evening okay yeah thanks so much thank you so much take care bye bye perfect uh, that's Rachel shopping like I said well you know they've uh, released uh, uh, four albums now consumer complaints in 2013 uh, why choose in 2015 the official body in 2018 and now they just released all or nothing on February 7th of 2020, which was last week. Uh, great, to be honest, to be able to, you know, to, to, to talk to these uh, types of bands, like shopping. And like I said, I don't know if you know about this, my dear uh, KXSF listener, San Franciscan. Our album of the month for uh, for this month of February of 2020 was uh, uh, Signal, an album by Automatic. Uh, great, great piece of rock and roll so if you can go and check out uh, shopping with automatic on um, March 5th at the rickshaw no March 10th at the rickshaw I know you're gonna thank me forever if you are not familiar with these two projects so to celebrate this interview now let's go and play something by shopping obviously this is all or nothing in rock method KXSF Motion 
title of their 2020 All or, uh, All or Nothing album, this is Shopping in Tocneto at KXS7 at 2.5 FM, San Francisco. <laughs> 